Eat, Drink, Smoke, the snack size edition when you need a little something to tide you over. Tony Katz, good to be with you. That is April D. Gregory. That is Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis. And usually we do the eat and part of Eat, Drink, Smoke, you know, in, in the in the big podcast. And we always do the snack size edition. But but for this, uh, we, we start with the eat and we're smoking uh, right now uh, the, the Davidoff uh, Anniversario. This is the 702 series, the number three uh, cigar. That's a Dominican bil- uh, filler and binder with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. We've been trying the, the Pikesville Rye Whiskey. Um, it, definitely a, a spice, uh, spicy a whiskey, uh, 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 which is a rye, I should say. It's a spicy rye, but it's got this really interesting smoky kind of undertone uh, to it. Um, it's been very, very interesting and enjoyable and really a very open lot of flavors to it. But we're doing the eat right now, uh, and it's tomato basil soup. This is um, wholly, totally comfort food. Now, there's definitely a... The way they do it here at Blend is with a real amount of garlic. They do homemade croutons, as you should. It's also not smooth. This is a, a more... It, it's not chunky, but it, it's more it's bisque like, yeah. More of a home style, right? Where mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit more of the crush of the tomato, which is really still uh, prevalent, uh, definitely uh, in the creamy. And I'm I'm curious. It's it's a little bit more than basil going on in in this one, but well, the garlic, right? I, and that and that might be it. Mm-hmm. It is one of those kind of perfect foods, grilled cheese and tomato soup being one of the all time. Uh, but great you would need a fancy grilled cheese with this, like not just with. Craft singles. You would need some cold. Nothing wrong with craft singles on grilled cheese. Oh, oh, I'm. I'm saying with the soup, you need something fancier than a craft single. That's true. This is. You can throw some bacon, some bacon, and like a Colby Jack, um, or even Swiss grilled cheese. Is there anybody who like like growing up didn't have tomato soup? Is that something that's cultural or? Or tomato like regions, gross. I hate tomato soup. Tomato, regular tomato soup. Do you really? Yeah. No, no, don't, no. Don't Let's distinguish it. here. Tomato soup out of the can is not good. This is not tomato soup out of a can. This oh is no, this is fantastic. This is We're talking bisque. about tomato soup. Yeah, I don't drink that or eat that can. Two can things that bother me in this world: people who call uh, whenever they lose weight, uh, their weight loss journey. Um, <laughs> that drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, the other thing that drives me nuts is uh, when people call stuff comfort food. Why? I, I hate it. I don't know why. It's just a pet peeve oh, of mine. Oh, this would be good really, mac and cheese oh, also. Com- mm. Oh, it, it's just great comfort food. Oh, my it gosh. It is. It's cold it outside. Is. It's wintertime. This is perfect. You don't Warms believe you in up? things like make you feel good? Like, like, for example, there's grilled cheese. I'm a fan of short rib grilled cheese or pot roast grilled cheese. That is like a, a fantastic combination and a way to hearty it up. It's meant to be like, like filling and warm and rich. I mean, there, there's a reason they call it comfort food. Why are you? Wow. I'm disgusted by it. D- weight loss journey. It's not a journey. And I'm not comforted by food. You're right. It's not a journey You're for not you comforted because you quit food? after two days. That's oh, true. You're not comforted by food? No. I don't understand. Then what? Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm the, calling crap this, on that. This, because you, this rye that we just com- had is comfort uh, comfort booze. Uh, who says that? Nobody. Then comfort- why do you eat McDonald's? It's not comfortable? Because I'm hungry. Stop. I doesn't, that's no reason to eat. It's no reason to eat. You're, you're hungry? hungry. Eat but because eat, it's good. Crap. If it's not good, don't eat it. Okay, but you're not. I'm not comforted by it. Yes, you are. You're comforting no. your. No. So I, oh. I'm going to take you to a therapist. Clearly, because you need one badly. Oh, well, yeah. Let me let me uh, go through my uh, mental health journey. <laughs> 
Stop Let's get it. comfortable too, here. Tell too us much about your journey, journey talk. Too much comfort food talk. This is fantastic, though. It is. It's it's very very good. I like these gigantic croutons. And 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 it's to the point where to, the, the point that we're making is don't don't just eat something because it's there. Eat something that you want to eat. Take a little time with it. It doesn't take much. Just like to with even, the cigar or the the. To, Drink. Even if you had a baseline tomato soup, you're allowed to doctor it up. You're allowed to play Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. and create. When you think about something like this, uh, the tomato basil soup that they do here at Blend with the homemade crouton, um, it might take a day of preparation. But you're going to make enough soup to last. And it's always better the second day. It uh, it has time to, in in the Yiddish, for mish. I always make a huge pot and then of soup or chili or whatever and eat it for a week because it's so good. This is like tomato uh, or spaghetti sauce texture thick it is thicker for sure yeah it's like a bisque but it doesn't taste like a Mm-mm. like a tomato sauce i just no. want to make sure i'm just talking about the that. texture the, the it, it, oh it's Corey, fantastic you're such a great chef Corey johnson the owner of blend blend bar cigar nashville houston pittsburgh and right here in indianapolis and we are enjoying his soup so the story of the one of the stories of the week is laura logan and the story of Laura Logan, she's uh, 60 Minutes, she's CBS News, South African reporter, um, but, but does her work here in the States. And she went on to a podcast with a guy by the name of Mike Ritland. I don't know Mike. It's called The Mic Drop. I, 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 I didn't know his, his podcast, but man, did he hit this one out of the park. He's interviewing Laura Logan. And Laura Logan starts discussing, without question, no doubt, there's a bias in media, of course these people lean left uh, and it's pervasive and it's ugly and they won't even allow you opportunities to do other stories and the places you have to search to find things that are different. It's just remarkable how much you have to do in this searching. And she said in the podcast, I'm committing career suicide by saying this. And she went on, uh, she was on some other radio stations. She was on uh, uh, Hannity's show there on, on, on Fox News Channel. And she said the same that. You know, people. you've already seen people coming at me, people screaming at me, and, and how dare you? And, and it's because, of what, you know, this is me paraphrasing, I, I let the cat out of the bag? We all know that media leans left, and here you have this, this reporter who has done good work, uh, who is letting you know that this is happening and why it's a problem. It's a problem when journalists don't do their job. We were talking... In, if you didn't, if you don't subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke, you need to on iTunes. Give it the five star review. Uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke. It's available on Stitcher. It's on Google Play. You can get it uh, uh, on uh, iHeart uh, and 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 everywhere else. It's on TuneIn. Um, and you subscribe, and you, you can you can you can get it all. And you'll hear us talking about uh, in the idea of reporting the whole Jussie Smollett story. The Chicago reporters did the real reporting. The Chicago reporters. They're the ones who stayed on the story of Jesse Smollett, who did the interviews with police, who were checking in on, on the sources and realized that it's quite possible that the whole story is a bunch of trash. And if it wasn't for them, innocent people might have gone to jail. We may never, never have known that he made up the entire uh, thing, that he, he lied, he set it up, he paid these guys to attack him. Journalism matters. Real journalism matters. And so the question I was trying to figure out is, did Laura Logan really commit career suicide or did she give out media an opportunity at a chance for, for a second act? Did she give journalism a chance by um, kind of putting fingers is coughing or laughing? Already, so she was already gone from CBS when she did this. So was she just doing this because she knew it would bring attention to her? Was this her way of getting her career back like Jesse Smollett thought he was going to do? Yeah, but she didn't, she didn't honestly. 
She's having right, an honest no, she's conversation. She's absolutely right. But I'm not saying, I'm saying, did she do it? Oh, you mean, was it, was it, was she done with CBS? Is she no longer there? Yeah, she wasn't, she's not there anymore. So you go on a podcast to where, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know Mike, right? I, I hope I get to meet him one day. Uh, not, not, no issue with him. But it's not, it wasn't Joe Rogan experience. It wasn't Ben Shapiro. It wasn't, um, it wasn't Pod Save America. It wasn't one of those larger uh, scale podcasts, which we s- will soon be. It, it was it was a podcast that a lot of people didn't know about. Right, but it still worked because she's may, still maybe getting the attention. More than we do, right? right, she's still getting the attention though. But so that's where she, she picked to do it. Shows she went on the small podcast. It's still making news. And if we say small podcast. It could be bigger than our podcast. We're, that's not. We're not trying to disparage Mike Ritland in the slightest. And I'm really. I just want to make sure that that's clear. Right, right, right. But like that's where you go to kind of make your point. Well, as she can't just go on back onto CBS and say <laughs> you guys are all liberal phonies. Well, no, but you, she could have gone to other places. She could have written. Uh, she could have written a piece for the Wall Street Journal. She could have gone on with, 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 with other people to have this conversation. Do you think it was calculated? I'm I mean, just she, saying. She, yeah, it's one heck of a calculation to think that's going to catch fire, this podcast, and become a mainstream story. Well, 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 my, my, the, what well, I'm asking is, it, do you boy. think that she knew going in that she was going to say this, or was this a spur of the moment? I was asked a question, and I thought to myself, you know, you know, the hell with it. I'm just going to be honest here. Right. I don't know how much calculation went into this. So as far as you know, but the question, you know, uh, is this giving journalism a, a second chance? There is no introspection when it comes to no. journalism. There's no uh, people getting together and having a serious conversation uh, within the media as to. Their role in how uh, divided we are as a country and if there's anything that they need to do to change their tactics. I, I believe what you're going to find is, yeah, this was career suicide because uh, she will now be banished to uh, uh, away from the mainstream media. And now she will only be able to have a career on right wing media sites because right, and she maybe told she, the truth. Right, exactly. And maybe she wasn't having a career right now. I don't know. And and this isn't going to hurt her in le- except for in the... But Mike, the, the, the question that, that I'm asking is, is it possible that within this conversation, this, this honesty, that other journalists will be like, yeah, you know what? Um, you know what? May, m- we, we do have work to do here. We do have a problem here. No. Let's call it out. Let's admit it. There's nobody who says, yeah, you know, she, there were she's so not many other wrong. opportunities where they could introspect themselves and quit. I mean, look, the Kavanaugh thing happened, and the journalists all went with the, I'm going to believe her story, and her story ended up having no evidence, and now they, the Smollett thing happens, and they all run with that without uh, even seeing if there was evidence, and the evidence finally comes back thanks to the Chicago reporters, and no, Media is not going to do any introspection. I think, change. I think a lot of what's going on in the media is the same thing that goes on when you have politicians who are, are, are people who are elected to office and go to Washington for the first time hoping to change things. And then they get there and they see that the system is corrupt. Mm-hmm. I think you I think if you have a private conversation with some journalists, they may you know say, OK, yeah, clearly there is a lot wrong with our industry and we do lean left. But publicly on their platforms whatever network they're on they can't say that and and there's no changing it because it's 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 moved so far i don't know if there's a way to be able to bring it back because everybody we've we've become so uh 
bubble-like in our thinking. If you are a conservative, you're going to go over and watch Fox News. If you are a liberal, you're going to watch MSNBC or, you know, now CNN is trying to out MSNBC, MSNBC. But I don't know how you get these bubbles to burst and bring everyone back and be responsible again in that field. I, 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 I don't know what it's going to take. Can I just say that um, I was, uh, it was a conversation the other day. MSNBC is more honest than CNN. And it's amazing that I live in the world to be able to say that because I came up as a, as, a, as a Tea Party guy. And I know some people are like, oh, the evil Tea Party. Tea Party wasn't evil. Antifa is freaking evil. The Tea Party was just fine. They wanted smaller government. And those were the days of Rachel Maddow and her heyday. I mean, she's doing very well now. Right. And Keith Olbermann. Nobody was more despicable and duplicitous and awful than Keith Olbermann. The, the current CNN lineup and not everybody, but the majority, make Keith Olbermann look sober. They, they've switched places. They are all of that Keith Olbermann. Like, like he is there somehow their, 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 their you know, papa, and everybody else is just a descendant coming down the line. CNN is MSNBC of a decade ago. But you, and, but you know what you're getting with MSNBC, right? And, that, and I'm fine with that. You're expecting... If you're watching CNN, you're expecting it to not be MSNBC, but it is. Yeah, but it, it, you weren't. You weren't. And you were bothered no, you by it. And now, now it's like, all right, right, that's who they are. This is what it is. So, so I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, hope springs eternal. Maybe someone could see what, uh, hear what Laura Logan said and you're be like, an you know what? I am. I am. But if, if, if I have to listen to you two, no, no, we're all doomed and we're all going to die. Thank you. <laughs> Fingers has been trying to tell us that for a decade. Now, I know that this is true because the New York Post has a story, and you can catch the story on our, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke, um, where there is a business that has erupted where um, millennials <laughs> hire consultants to raise their plant babies. What? Plant babies. First of all, who hires a consultant for plants, let alone millennials? And who's, why do we call them babies? And who's having sex with plants? <laughs> this guy, Nick, he's 26. Um, he works for Ariana Huffington's startup Thrive Global. Of course. And he's got it in a side hustle. His skills in demand, according to the New York Post, millennials have a reputation for being commitment averse. And they're opting to raise houseplants instead of, I don't know, children. But they, but they're, they're they, so, they still can't do that. So they <laughs> want to make sure their plant thrives. So they've hired him. Basically, he is, he is their, their, their plant coach. Listen, I don't have a green thumb. Plants die. I love plants. but plants die. And I can't not get a plant that doesn't lead to bugs in the house. Those little flying. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. Get a succulent. They don't die. You just water them like, like once a, a month. Cactus. Yeah, just the a baby, cactus. I like little baby succulents. They're ho so hot right now. I'm your, I'm your plant consultant. Get a succulent. They, I mean, this this is what they do. They hire him to make sure that their plants are going to be okay. And these are know. millennials who live in like Tribeca in New York City, and they have daddy's yeah, money or something. They they have to. They got to have somebody's money. Because this is a true first world problem, Listen, having uh, a plant when, consultant. When I was younger and uh, okay. any uh, guy friends of mine who had plants in their house, there was only one kind of plant. You know what I'm talking about, Tony. That's right. Fern. Yes. I approve of that consultant. You want to make sure that's growing. Right. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, is someone to help you grow your weed? That's different. That's different. I, but I don't, under, I don't understand. Look. Uh, Did I, you ever grow weed, April? <laughs> no. 
What do you mean? Don't act like that. Oh. How dare you even suggest right. such a thing? Harumph, harumph. <laughs> well, first of all, if the answer was yes, would I say that? Would you say what? Why wouldn't you? That you grew weed? What's? I don't even think that's a crime anymore. It is a crime. Are you insane? What? To, oh. to, like, to grow weed? Yeah, but people do it. Do you think that the you think that cops are going to get in their DeLorean and go 88 miles an hour back in time to when you were growing weed 10 years ago? I mean, what, what, what are I you mean, worried about? I mean, I did grow up in the country years, and people would days just ago. grow yeah. weed in, in, the, in the woods, but... No, I didn't grow weed. Why right? This, this guy isn't some kind of expert in hydroponics. He knows how to water. But He's I don't, got two watering look, cans. If we'll someone travel. wants to pay me to tell you when to water your plant, please do it. I am available. The Call whole me. thing is so foreign. I, 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 when I was growing up or when I was a, a young man, I didn't think to myself, I need a house plant. I, no? It, it, that never occurred to me. Did you have plants, Tony, in your house? Growing up as a kid? No, I'm talking about, you know, when, okay, in your Arizona State days. Did you say to yourself, you know... You know what really would, you know would make this dorm? this dorm room complete? A house plant. It's true. It's true. I did not. I did not. I, well, I didn't have a house plant. I did have a roommate. It was close to the same. <laughs> it was close to the same. Because he was high all the time? Hey, it was just dull. He was just... Now you're oh. calling plant babies dumb. No, no, no. I, I didn't say... And I was talking about my roommate. And I didn't say he was dumb. I, he, was, he was dull. He was very outrageously dull. I haven't thought about him in years. He was. He didn't leave any impression whatsoever, and he also had no plants. This is unbelievable. Maybe that's what he needed. And I, and I'm not somebody who like I, I don't like bagging on millennials. Right? I don't think they deserve no, all they that not. they get. One of the things they do that I think is very right is that they're very focused on. They want to know where the thing they're buying comes from, and they're not afraid to pay for quality. And that's been very helpful to the spirits business. And that's why Huge. yeah, spirits and other do restaurants and everything. Millennials are reviving the cities by this demand for better quality. And I don't want to go to Applebee's. Sorry, Fingers Malloy, but who wants to eat that? That is so unbelievably personal. When you can eat someplace good. Right. When you can eat someplace good. And you should try the tomato soup, uh, tomato basil soup. It's amazing. And blend. This is very, very uh, good. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And you can uh, also, it's on Google Play and Stitcher and, and every place else. Make sure on iTunes, though, you leave the five-star review. Very important. We greatly appreciate that. Please. Follow Fingers Malloy on Facebook, Fingers Malloy Radio. Uh, also, the Enough Already podcast and the Snark Factor podcast are available. You follow them there. You'll find out where to get them. Follow April D. Gregory on Twitter at April D. Gregory. Uh, and, of course, uh, the Smart Girl Politics podcast at uh, uh, iTunes and Ricochet. Did I miss something, Fingers? And her selfie journey. And her oh. selfie journey. Oh, yeah. Follow her on Instagram. What are you on Instagram? April D. Gregory. April D. Gregory on Instagram. Yeah. Follow now. And leave nice comments. We don't, we don't want any mean comments. Follow me uh, on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Uh, Twitter, uh, Tony Katz. Instagram, Tony Katz. Of course, there's the Eat, Drink, Smoke page on Facebook. And everything is at TonyKatz.com. I'm going to finish the soup right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, Snack Size Edition. <laughs>